Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. And I'm Sheila. Uh, we are off to a fantastic start this week. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the way they're going with us. So expertly. Yes. Oh, that was fantastic. That was oh, absolutely it's fantastic. <laughs> Oof. That was... Okay, so yeah, there was a gunshot. Uh, there was a gunshot. We did hear a gunshot go into the opening uh the credits. And the gunshot was... The prosecutor firing a warning shot into the ceiling, telling Vincenzo not to execute uh, Jun Wu. Or, yeah. uh, you know, Jang Xiu as is his real name but we're gonna keep going by junwoo because it's less confusing for us yes. because his brother is 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 han siok yeah exactly so oh, han Xiao. han Xiao and he's jang Xiao because it's spelled with j-a-n-g yeah i know i know it's han Xiao and uh and chan Xiao. so Very yeah it's it, we're gonna go father, keep going with junwoo very clearly the father didn't have yeah uh, a lot of uh, good ideas for names. Names. <laughs> okay. Have a ton of stuff. good ideas. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there we go. But anyway, Junwoo, and we get a great scene where he's pushing up the gun, and he just keeps daring Vincenzo to shoot him. Yep. Like he doesn't dial it the crazy back at all. He keeps screaming, "I'm not." You know, it's like I'm not the chairman. I'm just. I don't know what he's talking about. And then he whispers, "Just go ahead and try to shoot me." And maybe he's trying to get him angry enough that he'll make a move and the cops will shoot him. Maybe he's suicidal. This guy's crazy as hell. So I yeah. don't know if it's possible to tell what's going on with him here. Uh, it, no, it, serious, seriously, you're right. I mean. It's, um, yeah, uh, yeah. you can't. You, no, you it, really it's so hard can't. To figure out. Exactly how crazy he is. Like, how much of this is an act and how much of it is, oh, he's just crazy. He literally doesn't care about his own life. Because, again, I mean, we saw the scene where he had his brother hold a knife to his throat. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Damn, though. All right. So, uh, uh, so they take, uh, they take Vincenzo back to the, uh, Vincenzo puts the gun down and gets taken back to the police station. And we find out that the reason that Cha Yung was so willing to sign off on the plan is that the plan was not to kill, uh, yeah. Jun Wu, but to terrify him. Yes. Yeah, and that the 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 fake suicide scene, the uh, uh, the the Russian roulette scene, this scene, like it's all been done with a replica gun that doesn't have real bullets. Yep. Whew. So it's just a misdemeanor. Yeah. So it's just a misdemeanor. He was intimidating a man, right? And then you get a scene where down at the police station, Cha Young. Uh, confronts Junwoo and he tries to keep up the act. Yep. But it's not working on her anymore. Not buying it for a minute. Yeah. And she gets so mad at him that he won't drop because he won't drop the act. Like he's yep. so committed to it with her and his relationship with her that it's like he won't stop pretending to be Junwoo. Even that means she knows everything. Yeah. She knows everything and he won't stop pretending. It's, he's an interesting character. Like, he really is. Because, like, even when he's not getting away with it, he keeps the act up. Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, it, it's, it is a very strange. I don't know that we ever, we, we can talk about it after the show's over, sort of like. What was going on with this guy psychologically? We can try and diagnose Junior. It's it's tough. Yeah, like it really is. Wow, what a uh, what a what a fantastic couple of scenes though. As we find out what the plan was, like, and yeah. essentially he's and Vincenzo's idea is like if we just kill him, like yeah, he's the villain, but does that really hurt? 
Babel, right? Does yeah. that real like will just killing him destroy Babel, or do we have to completely destroy them in the public mind and in the public eye? Like, do we have to completely wreck this company from the bottom to the top? And that's an interesting idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really like, and so the idea is, so they lure the prosecutor because he knows that the prosecutor's following him because his crystal balls are watching his back. And so they know that he's being followed. And so they know the prosecutor's following him. So they he wants to make sure the prosecutors are there for the fake attempted murder scene. Right? So yes. that they can hear all of this stuff about him being the chairman and the word starts getting out there. It's putting him in a box. And it's yeah. taking away his ability to hide. And that's really interesting. Yeah, well, it doesn't work. This well, no, <laughs> it doesn't work this time. But it's like, you see why they could see that would be a better solution, uh, why they would think that would be a better solution than just killing him. Yes. Yeah. But in fact, it has a very different effect, which we'll talk about later in the episode. <laughs> so then we <laughs> we get Jun Wu, you know, coming here, uh, you know, rounding up Wu Sang and his brother. And screaming at them. As usual. As usual. He's not a good boss. He does not engender loyalty in his subordinates. No. Like, and that's the thing. For everything that's going on, Vincenzo does, like, make people loyal to him. People yes. like Vincenzo. Nobody likes this guy. They have to work with him. Because they're in a position where they're forced to. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, and I mean, everybody sort of knows, but they don't even think about it. I mean, it's only come up once. Well, yeah, and, but what if I crossed him, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that only comes up. That crosses hit their mind so far only once, right? And then it's just like, well, no, he's a nice guy. Oh, yeah. But the and interesting... who's oh. decided he is... He is you know, after all, he has redeemed himself. He is attempting to redeem himself by helping them. So. Oh, yeah. Well, one thing I find uh, interesting, right, is that they're able to talk him. Uh, the, the next thing that happens, Jun Wu fleeing to the countryside, uh -huh. happens because Vincenzo's plan kind of worked in that they wanted, like... There's enough, like, circumstantial evidence that he might actually be in charge of the Babel group, mm -hmm. right? That the prosecutor sends out a subpoena. Yeah. You know, wants, wants him to come in and be subpoenaed and testify about this stuff, right? And that is an interesting, like, and that hasn't happened before, so he's going to start trying to dodge the subpoena by disappearing from work and going out into the country. And yeah. meanwhile... <laughs> He, uh, uh, we have Vincenzo wake up and we have a wonderful scene, uh, where he hears the, uh, pigeon, <laughs> the pigeon Inzaghi at the window and he calls him Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why did I just call you Gilbert? Oh God, I forgot to figure, I forgot to sort out the Gilbert situation <laughs> with all of this other stuff that's going on. I forgot to sort out the Gilbert situation. And so we cut immediately to him bribing Gilbert to disappear. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I, it's like, I need you. Here is a lot of money. Just go away. I don't care where you go. Just go. Yes. And Gilbert falls asleep, wakes up and says, why is my, why is your phone in my pocket? <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, that oh, was yeah. good. Yeah. But he's got the picture of the gold. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, as he says, the people from the plaza knows. Uh, uh, but he's like, I haven't told anybody but the people at the plaza. So that's important. The data, while it is out there, and that is very bad for Vincenzo, it is at least limited. To his friends and family. Yeah, to his friends and family. <laughs> you know, all of the people who are becoming part of this, you know, surrogate family of his. Yes. In, this, in the plaza. I mean, it's, oh, the way he's trapped with them. It's so fantastic. <laughs> I do love it. Like, I do absolutely love it. 
this uh it's a series of scenes that makes me unbelievably happy but gilbert takes the money he's like who are you why do i have your phone oh okay well i'm gonna, it's just gonna guess i should just wander off somewhere <laughs> yeah oh but yes and then he goes and he and vincenzo goes and he tries to tell everyone that he's investigated the rumors and there's no sign of like it is just a rumor uh he must have just downloaded i couldn't find anything out about you know a dead guy and a business peep and business people and honestly this is brought this picture of a guy standing in front of gold is something he just downloaded from the internet and he just tries to make the case for it yeah yeah doesn't and succeed but he tries to it does not succeed but you know he he puts in a good effort you can't say he doesn't put in a good effort <laughs> oh that poor man <laughs> Yeah, and then of course they're they're not going to give up. Obviously, they're not going to give up. But when Vincenzo goes back to the his office, Piano Girl appears behind him yeah. and tells him the story of the ghost of the basement. Shimmed. Oh, how great is that? <laughs> oh, should anyone ever damage this building, the ghost would be released in his vengeance. <laughs> it would be horrible and then she just screams cement and you're like oh so yeah she was listening and she's kind of letting him know but trying to scare him off at the same time it's she's making a very interesting play in this scene you know yes yeah and of course Vincenzo's just like what the what happening here <laughs> such a good expression on his face you're <laughs> like what have i gotten myself into with these people crazy crazy people yeah oh but then and this is where uh jun woo makes his next mistake right he then <laughs> we get a scene with jun woo and han Xiao, and uh <laughs> he's like while i'm gone you handle the uh the auction of babel right and essentially going to all of the prosecutors, all of the power brokers and saying, you are going to cut into the enormous profits of this building if you become my partner in this enterprise. Mm -hmm. And you are going to, and he's like, you're going to be the one to run it. And I'm like, oh, Junwoo, your head is like, Vincenzo did a number on you because your head is so clouded if you think this is a good idea. But he thinks he has scared his brother into submission. Like, he genuinely believes his brother is so terrified against him. He of him. will never, of, sorry, of him, that he would never do anything but just blindly follows his order. So, like, he he's making mistakes, too. And that's what's interesting about the character. Like, he's, like, and his, it's all wrapped up in his psychosis. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, it is. Like, the reason it's... he's making these mistakes well, you know, you have to assume he's been battering his brother all his life. So, yeah. so you know, why, why, why would he lose any kind of hold over his brother? Yeah, because he doesn't know about what the chairman of Wusang is up to. No, it's it's fantastic. It is such a good scene. And yeah. you can see the brother is so excited to actually do something. And, of course, what Jun Wu doesn't know is that this is what the head of Wusang wants. Yeah. All right, then we get the uh, then we get a scene at the office. Uh, sorry, not the office. Back at the cafe where they're talking about okay, what if there really isn't gold? And he's like, no, obviously the gold has to be there. We have to uh, believe it. But at the same time, whose gold is it? Like, could it be dangerous <laughs> for us to try and look for this gold? You know, and like man, maybe Vincenzo's still trying to protect them. But yeah, it's it's pretty. <laughs> They've, they've like, locked on to a very, a very real situation, right? Which is, someone might be coming for that gold, and what they don't really understand is, he's already here. Yes. Well, yeah, because they don't think, yeah. They would never I, think of Vincenzo that way. Because, again, it, he's never even been to Korea before. Like, he's a completely new Korean. Right? And, uh, oh, and, of course, the ba the balloon guy comes in and realizes... <laughs> <laughs> that they've been searching for gold too so everybody's finding out about this gold oh they can't catch a break oh my god and now so they're like okay 
we move into the law into Jipurangi law office and they're like, okay, how are we going to back up the prosecutor's charges against Babel? Right? Like, how are we going to back the, uh, like, how are we going to show how they're manipulating things, show how they're committing fraud? And Cha Young thinks the most obvious thing is to go after the way they are controlling the union. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They are control, uh, they are controlling the union and they're essentially making it so the workers have no power, which is illegal. Yeah. So that kind of attack, you know, they're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to try and dig into it. And as she says, luckily, we have a spy at Babel, so no, ba uh, Babel, so or Wusang actually, Wusang. Yeah, yeah, Wusang, so we can get some inside information, which is good. Oh, <laughs> and then Mister Lee comes in and uh, asks to work as an assistant there. <laughs> and then Mister Ham, you're not smart enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Vincenzo says, you can be a spy. There you go. That's the, role, uh, that's the role we can do that. That's the role we can do there. And then uh, and then Vincenzo finds out that uh, Jun Woon is out to the uh, has gone out to the country. Yeah. For, and by the way, gorgeous house. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, it is a uh, gorgeous house. We see the crystal balls there watching them. And then Mr. Lee shows up <laughs> with some information. And now he has taken the idea that he's going to be spying to heart. And even though he's still wearing his silly toque, he has put on a fancy suit. Yes. Black, no less. Yes, his fancy black suit. And well, he doesn't want to. Yeah, he doesn't want to show his cauliflower ears. Of course not. No, it makes perfect sense. He's a, he's been fighting for so long. He's got to keep the toque on. <laughs> and what's interesting in this, uh, with the the next scene, Cha Young is completely right. If they could see that the union is their weak point, right? If yeah, they yeah. could see the union is the weak point, obviously Wu Sang is going to be able to see the union as the weak point as well. And so, to be like, we see Miss Choi. Right? Uh, Miss Joy saying, okay, well, we're going to take care of this. And <laughs> the head of Wu Sang runs out after her, being like, uh, are you sure this is a good idea? Like, because you're going to do what you did to the textiles union? And she's like, yep, uh, I am. Uh, just make sure that we have enough money ready to compensate families. And I'm like, oh my god. She's immediately going to murder. As her oh, first. that's what a classic solution is, right? Yeah. Oh my god. It's and then it. she, yeah, and then she threatens him because she knows he's trying to groom Han Siok to take over. No, yeah, Han Siok. Yeah, yes, exactly, to take over. Yeah. Right? And she can see that, and she's like, you're playing a dangerous game. You know, and, he, and don't bet your life on this because you might lose. Because, yeah, because her plan is just kill the union leader and uh, her so and his plan is get the chairman in there. He's getting better at this. He could actually negotiate a deal with the union that improve uh, that makes it so they don't talk to the prosecutors. Yeah. And, of course, this was all being watched by the guy who does impressions. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Seal. Yeah. Lawyer yeah. Seal. Yes, again, thanks so much for that, guys. <laughs> of course, Mr. Sio uh, doesn't, isn't immediately wanting to uh, hand over all the information because he's like, remember how you were supposed to be getting me a job with an American law firm? Yeah. And, uh, and of course, Chai Young is like, well, you know, that's complicated. It takes some time. And obviously, Mr. Sio is not interested in well, he's delayed. not that stupid either. No, he's not that stupid. He's not interested in being delayed and delayed and held off and held off. He's like, I'm going to need something here, guys. And so Vincenzo is like... Lamborghini, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that scene because he's like, well, you know, I do know the... I do know the managers at Lamborghini. I mean, would you be interested in working for them? <laughs> Can I get a company car? Can I get a company car? 
Oh, it's so good. And uh, we go right back into, go right back into his impressions. Well, no, he does tell them the stuff about... Oh, no, uh, I know, but I'm just saying the Lamborghini does get them right back into his wonderful impressions. But you're right, he does tell them the important part. Yeah. Which is get it going after the unions. She's yeah. going to take care of it. There's going to be some accidents. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what Cha Young says. And But I just love... <laughs> and, and just, well i just watched parasite parasite great movie yes can you do an impression impression <laughs> no and then we get the weirdest treat uh that they're eating on the street where they start debating about this bizarre like cake or pastry where it's like you put a bunch of dough well, on the no, bottom and then you like eat no, no, but you put dough on the bottom, you put, like, meat in the middle, and then you put dough on the top, and then you close a thing, and as the dough expands, it creates a fish shape. Yes. Yeah, it's just weird, like, watching well, someone no. make a pastry in real time. Oh, yeah, in real time. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's got to be terrible on your heart, you know. Oh, God, yeah, because it's, oh, yeah, um, it's got to be the greasiest food. Go. Just meat instead of like beaver tails. Yeah, it's not that different from making it watching someone make a beaver tail or a funnel yeah. cake or a donut. What you want? It's just it's full of meat. Yeah, yeah. and then they uh, <laughs> and then they have another one of their bets. This time about why the thing is uh, like what is the difference in taste between them? And she's like, it uses a completely different kind of dough. And he's like, no, it's all in the shape of the fish. <laughs> That's why they taste different. <laughs> It's nice uh, when they get inside. Uh, uh. The balloon man comes <laughs> by, offers him, <laughs> and offers him the balloon rent at rental anytime he wants if he needs to make a getaway. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Hot air balloons, and yeah. I think it's and as they say, like this is kind of a crazy idea. I mean, she's like, no, it looks fun. And I'm like, is there going to be a balloon later in this show? Is this actually going to pay off? And then you keep telling me this show always pays off. And I'm like, oh, my God, we might be getting a balloon later in this show. Well, except just remember that Vincenzo says not no, no way. It would never happen. Yeah, but it he said never it would never happen. happen a bunch of times. <laughs> so who knows? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So then... The members of the the people who live in the building come to see the balloon people to, you know, try and suss them out about what they know. And uh, the balloon people say that, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, we know about the gold, too. <laughs> we know about the gold, too. And uh, we're going to hire a prospector, a guy who's no, no, great at finding no, no. gold. Yeah, he's got the picture of, no, he's got the picture of the prospector. Yeah, but he's not the one that that brings up the the. It's the other guys. Yeah, say, it's the other guys who bring up. You're right. Can't you do something to help us find the gold? You guys should be able to, right? Yeah. And then he says, "Well, he knows this prospector. He's the best. He's the best gold hunter in the country." Yep. Yeah. And then right after that, we get the reveal of what's going on with the piano lady. Isn't that something, eh? She is, and I mean, we'll find out, I think, what she did earlier. She knows about the gold. She's always known about the gold, and she knows it's in the basement. And she is looking crazy. Well, <laughs> she, she's yep. looking at Vincenzo. It's my money! Yep. <laughs> I and mean, I'm like... Yeah, and then we get the hilarious scene. The, let's face it, unbelievably funny scene where Jun Woo is out in the country watching some terrible drama about a guy stealing the life of someone. Like, a guy who's got someone else pretending to be him, and so he murders the guy who he's pretending to be so he can take over his life. Okay, now I did check some stuff out because I yeah. thought this time I'll I'll check whether that was a real movie. Well, obviously it wasn't. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I should tell you it wasn't. But the two guys that are in the fake movie, because there is this famous Korean movie 
called Straw Dogs or Wild Dogs. Oh, and this it's is a parody. Funny. It's it. got two names. Right. And um, and so, but the two guys who are play who are playing in this fake TV series or fake movie, yeah, are actually two of June Woo's bandmates. Oh, they're the guys from his boy band. Oh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, apparently there's an awful lot. I mean, if we knew if more we about knew, Korean popular culture, there's a lot of references we're missing. Not only references, but it turns out that there are a lot of cameos. Oh, from famous people in the show. Yeah, like the guy who was um, in, the, remember the carousel with Ty Sick? Yeah, of course. When he's Ty Sick, right? The, the guy, guy who's well, like, he's, uh, you're, such a, you're such a cute couple. Yeah, well, he's he's somebody famous too. Ah, okay. Uh, oh, that's neat. A famous uh, actor. So there are all apparently there are all sorts of cameos throughout this show. Yeah. So uh Including, then, please. I was gonna say, I think is it even the crystal balls? Well, Maybe I mean, you'll check you'll check and we'll come balls. back later on that. Never mind. One. It doesn't matter, it was the boy band that was yeah. important. Jun Wu goes and he uh he goes to take a bath and he grabs some water. Up. And he takes a sip, and it knocks him out, and he is about to drown as yep. he sinks into the tub. And then we cut away to Miss Choi having uh, having dinner with the union leader. Yeah. Oh. And, oh. And they're like, here's a bribe. We'll put you in charge of our U.S. operations, and all you have to do is... Like, we'll get your kids into good schools. We'll make you, you know, good Americans making lots of money. But you just have to get the union to accept our new contract terms. And he's like, not only am I not going to accept the contract terms, I'm going to tell the prosecution that you tried to bribe me. Whoops. What are you doing? Well, he, I guess, doesn't know. Who yeah, you know, he doesn't know. You're right. He doesn't know who he's dealing with. You'd think... You'd and she's, would, yeah, you'd think he would, but no, no, doesn't know who he's dealing with. And so he walks across the street outside and exactly what you expect to have happen happens. Yeah. He gets well, hit by a car. Oh, yeah. We've seen this exact same thing before. That's oh. how, how Chao Young's father was killed. God, yep. It's just a convenient, right. Oh, and then we see Miss Choi eating just the eyeballs out of fish. Yeah. Ugh. That was that was a rough one. <laughs> well, yes, they're uh, they're a delicacy. Oh, I'm sure, but they're specifically the the way they shoot it, it you're supposed to be uncomfortable with the fact that she's. Oh just yeah, no, and not only really that, then she says, "Oh, this one's too fishy, right?" I know. Eesh. Eesh. Yes. Fish eyeballs, lady. All right. Uh, then, boom. Vincenzo, lounging around comfortably, gets a phone call from Jun Woo. <laughs> and it turns out the boy, and he's like, and he explains that I got drugged with some bottled water when I first got here. And uh, you know what? I took that to heart. And I thought, you know, someone should pay for this. <laughs> and then we see the, the them hijacking the bottled water shipment and Mr. Lee delivering the drugged bottled water. And, but he explains, uh, uh, Vincenzo explains that we dosed you with the exact amount uh, to freak you out and knock you out for just a couple of seconds, just to let you know that we could have killed you. You know, we just wanted you to feel like a victim in that moment. I could have killed you, but I didn't. And then we, but we watched them testing it out on Mr. Ham. Mr. N Mr. <laughs> Nam, yeah. Ham, excuse me. Oh God. And that then, was... yeah, that was great. And the thing is, he—it's all part of a plan. His plan yeah. is he wants Jun Wu, and we don't know exactly why or how he thinks it's going to help. But they now desperately want Jun Wu to reveal himself. And so yeah. the plan was to knock him out, then to get on the phone with him and say, uh, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to do it soon. And when you die, you're going to be remembered as an assistant at a, as a law at a law firm. At a law firm. And that's all you'll ever be remembered as. I'm like, damn, Vincenzo. 
that's that's a good one that's a pretty good one i gotta say i like that plan oh and then of course uh more of june woo screaming at people <laughs> demanding new guards if if these guys are so good at guarding me how is it that over the past three days i've almost been murdered twice <laughs> it's a pretty good question well yeah yeah well i couldn't figure out how they didn't didn't see the uh, crystal balls in mr lee like yeah oh no but i mean they were, they were they, it's true they were they are very bad at their job it would seem <laughs> but you're right i do feel like the crystal balls and mr lee were a little closer than they should have been and then uh but uh he suddenly feels considerably less under siege when he finds out that miss Choi has had the union boss killed Killed, yes by a drunk driver oh no it's unbelievably frustrating for the for Jipurangi, of course, all of them know that the other side is just killing people. And as Chayun says, where are they finding all of these assassins? <laughs> How do they keep finding money, people money, to do money. the Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's like there are always people who need cash and are willing to do a year or two in jail for manslaughter for a good amount of cash. And the, uh, you know, of course, the irony is it's it's less cash than they would have paid the union boss. It's just it's messier. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and as they say, it's in the end, it's probably cheaper to kill him off, but it's so much messier and so much riskier that they would rather not to. They would rather just bribe him, but he's not willing to be bribed. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh god and this is the scene where we find out that they have hired the prospector to come and find the gold <laughs> oh yep. no and uh Vincenzo is like oh Mr. uh oh and Mr. Nam did is like the only person in the building who hadn't heard the story yet <laughs> well he heard it like for sure that he'd sort of, if not heard it, yeah, it had come up a number of times. Yeah, he just bought whatever they told him, right? Because yeah. he asked. Them a he of asked times. them about it. You're right. Yeah, you know, because they they remember they keep slipping and saying gold. Yeah, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's not like, but he's just kind of clueless. He just doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, oh, that's what you meant. Okay. And now he, but now he is, his feelings are hurt because they've been through a lot together and he feels like he shouldn't have been left out. And then Vincenzo finally coughs up with the truth. Uh, there is a billion American dollars worth of gold down there. One, yes, one yeah, trillion, one trillion won. Yeah, so over a billion American dollars in gold is under there. Yeah. And so they finally, and so Mr. Nam finally gets brought in on the conspiracy, which is pretty great. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh, by the way, great continuity with the wound on Jun Wu's neck. Mm hmm. Like having the little scab yeah. there and then having just a line there. It's yeah. really, it's really wonderful. No, that that's exactly, I mean, the attention to detail in this show. Yeah. They are truly oh, putting I, in the work. Okay, and I didn't even mention yeah. the shot. The next time you watch this, because you'll probably watch it oh, again. Oh, you know I'm going to. When you have the scene where he's listening to classical music and Jun Wu calls Vincenzo. Yeah. Right? When he says, well, it, you know, my music's coming to the climax, so and he hangs up. Right? If you look at the shot, it's 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 just this... Like it comes in so that it looks as if there are two Vincenzos. Yep. Because it's With a reflection. The piano. Yeah. A little bit of a reflection and yeah. then it moves, you know, and I'm just like, I hadn't seen that the first two times I went oh, through. Yeah. There's so much artistry in this. Unbelievable. It really is. They, it looks, <laughs> we're not kidding when we say that every episode looks like a movie. Yeah. And all the little things they take care of. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and then and uh, then we get a wonderful scene where uh, the uh, <laughs> where Jun Woo is having his hair straightened by and cut because he has norm he has naturally curly hair, but he wants a more formal look. And he's like, I need to get more security right away. And his brother's like, hey, uh, in addition to the whole security thing, how about we go hunting? Like, damn. Like we used to, father. Like we used to. He's like, yeah, we haven't been out hunting since dad died. You're right. We should. I'll, you know, get some guns up here. Oh, oh, damn. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, and so the uh, now we get back to them talking about the gold, and he's like, "All right, here's the deal. Seventy uh, percent of the gold is mine. Thirty percent goes to Mister Cho, right? And that's that. Like that is how the gold was supposed to be divvied up. Obviously, things have changed changed on the ground since the original plan. But they're like, you're still going to get seven hundred and thirty billion. <laughs> one yeah. that's plenty of money <laughs> yeah and he's like the and he's like but you know what like i'm still in the mob i have to kick some upstairs to my family and you know it's like so it's not like i just have 730 million dollars this is more complicated than that yeah and then they're like okay but how are we going to get the gold let's well, just knock out the people at the temple is <laughs> mr ham's idea and they're just trying to figure out how can we like how can we keep the people of the building from finding out? And I'm like, oh, you immediately go to greed, don't you? <laughs> that being that being said, like getting them a new building and free rent is pretty good. It's not like I mean the money the gold is stolen anyway, so nobody owns it. But it's not like just because it's in the building they happen to rent in that they have some claim on the gold, right? But, yes. Like, no one has a moral claim on the gold. It's stolen gold, right, from a criminal who died. But, like, ethically speaking, given who put in the work, obviously Vincen Vincenzo has the best claim to the gold. Yeah. Unless, I mean, except for, you know, the piano girl, but we'll talk about that in another scene or two. Because there, there is a reveal halfway through this episode that yep. is kind of huge. In fact, it happens in the very next scene. <laughs> we find out about the guillotine file. Yeah. Yeah, and we will get an ex... I mean, I'll just put the whole explanation here, right? Because we get the... Mr. An explains to them the whole situation, which is they were going after huge amounts, like the, the F, their FBI the intelligence bureau he looks for was going after a huge amount of criminal corruption throughout the government. As they say, it's like the president was probably going to jail, you know, <laughs> once he was out of office for how corrupt everything was. And of course, Babel's entirely tied up in that, but for whatever reason, they never filed any of the cases and they never made the file public. And they said they were deciding not to release the contents of the file. Except, it turns out they didn't decide that. The no. guillotine file was hacked by a group of Chinese hackers. And not only did they steal the file, they destroyed the Bureau's copies of the file. Yes. So the Bureau literally doesn't have the file anymore of all of the proof of corruption out of all of the proof of corruption throughout the government, only the criminals have it. And so the Bureau had to just play dumb like they chose not to do it. Yes. Oh! And unfortunately, that information has now leaked. So Director Tai calls in Mr. An and says, you've got to find out who, leaks the, who leaked this. Like, you're my best guy. And Mr. An's like, but I'm still needed at the plaza. There's some trouble com <laughs> coming. Um there's trouble a coming. But of course, we really know that really he's got to run over and tell Vincenzo what's going on because he figures De Vincenzo could be an asset in this. Now, he doesn't know that Vincenzo is the one who has the gold, right? <laughs> because as we find out, the guy in charge of the hackers who stole the file 
is the guy whose goal it is. Yeah, that was so, so quick. Oh, it's so perfect. And the was... piano girl is one of the hackers. Isn't she? I mean, that's the implication. Yeah, that that's that's the implication. I mean, she might be related to Mr. Shaolin, or she might be one of the hackers or something, but we showed they showed her at a hacker desk with yes. three monitors hacking. So I'm like, yep. the implication seems to be that she's the one or one of the ones who stole the file, and that's how she knows that the gold there is in the building. Yes. And that the file is with the gold. <laughs> wow. <gasps> Oh my it was, god! It was an amazing. It was. It was just an amazing scene. Such a great reveal. And you want to talk about like pulling the rug out from under us more than halfway through the show, finding out that like there's this important connection between the government and what Vincenzo's doing. Like it's <laughs> all tied together. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, so they, they lost their chance to get Mr. Shaolin, and all they knew was that the file was hidden in Korea. Was hidden with his assets. With, with his assets in Korea is the only information they have. And they're like, and Vincenzo's like, oh, damn, Wang Shaolin had it. And he's like, and as they say, and as Mr. Ann says, he recently died of a heart attack, which means the money in the file is in play. And this is our, might be our one chance to get it back. Yeah, and there's Vincenzo. Whoa, did I luck into this one? <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, and we find out, uh, so, you know, Miss Choi and the chairman of Wusan talk about this. Being like, this file must be bad because Babel is making secret payments to Chinese mobsters every month to make yeah. sure the file doesn't get out. So whatever's in it, beyond the stuff that's going to happen with politics and everybody being revealed to be corrupt, our butts are on the line, too. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it, it is just this guillotine file thing just came. It sort of comes out of nowhere. You know, but it's so it, important. Not only is it so important, but it like it makes sense yeah. in a way, because let's face it, Babel is a corrupt organization and it's not like the government wouldn't be there. There are parts of the government that, that are corrupt, but as we've seen, there's parts that aren't and there would be people looking into them. And now we find out, oh, this is why they haven't been able to. This is one of the reasons why they haven't been able to get Babel all of their stuff did, was stolen by Chinese hackers. Yeah. Oh, but in a key moment, in what I assume is going to be a key moment, Miss Choi and Hattie Wusang decide not to tell Jun Wu about this yet until they've done some more research. And then Vincenzo figures out it's got to be, and he imagines it's in a gold bar, but I'm like, I thought it was going to be in the Buddha. I thought the hard drive would be inside the Buddha, but that's yeah. just me. But he yeah. imagines that it's in one of the gold bars and that one of the gold bars, I guess he's remembering that one of them was lighter, like was probably lighter than the rest. Although he technically has never been there himself. So it's no. just a weird visualization he has that it must be hidden in a fake gold bar. I'm like, but the Buddha, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and now we get the wonderful scene oh, where the chairman tries to kill Jun Wu. Oh, and the thing is, like, Jun Wu never sees it coming. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that that's the amazing part, is he just doesn't see it coming. Not for a moment does he imagine that what's about to happen is going to happen. Yeah, I, which which in some ways is astounding. Yeah, but he just... He just he cannot fundamentally that his yeah. brother could do that. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, and we see the wonderful uh, pep talk that the chairman of Wusang gives him. And it's like, you know, you've got to, you have ambition. Well, to go and take what you want. Yeah, that goes about as well as one would expect. Yep. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he does shoot the chairman. Yep. And he hits him in the side. And it's it's a bad injury. 
Yep. But it ain't fatal. And before he can go to finish him off, <laughs> Chunwu stands back up. And I'll say this, like, he has mostly read his brother right. It, like, took all of his brother's will to pull the trigger the one time. When yeah. he sees his brother getting back up, it, like, completely freaks him out. Yeah. It absolutely. Like, he could just pull the trigger again and finish him off. I mean, it would be yeah. harder to explain that, but he just, he can't do it. Yeah. He absolutely can't do it. Oh, it's such a good scene. Oh, my God. I, I Both of their performances are so good in this scene. Yeah. Time and time again, that's all you can, you know. Yeah. And as luck would have it, some guy comes by and... Yeah, he heard the gunshots and he runs to check out what's going on. And so the chairman doesn't have a chance to figure out, uh, finish off Jun Wu. And so he just yells, there's been a hunting accident and we got to get my brother help. But yeah. <laughs> Damn this show. It just gets better and better. It really does. Yeah, it does. Oh my All God. Yeah. Like, as every new complication hits, it just yeah. gets better and better. Oh, and then we get another beautiful romantic comedy scene where uh, Cha Young is proves that she is right about the difference between the two kinds of fish cakes. So he has to get flicked in the head. <laughs> Which uh, turns into another one of their am I in love with him scenes. Yeah. Where their th their love theme plays is this love, the song that plays every time they have a moment, which also played during the he was pretending to be gay episode. But, you know, it all yeah. worked. It all works. We know what the song is associated with. <laughs> and they have a, a moment, an almost kiss, and then bang, she hits him in the head and the, uh, the moment is called off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <coughs> oh. Yeah, I adore that scene. And he's like, "Oh God, I almost had a, I almost had a concussion now." And they each, you know, talk around it to not have to get a talk about how awkward that just was. Yes, it's a nice scene. It's a very nice scene. And then, boom. Vincenzo just got word from the Crystal Balls that Jun Wu got shot. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning there is a war inside the Babel group. Yeah. Yeah. And so we get to the hospital. We see, and again, great framing. We see the chairman sobbing. We see uh, the head of Wu-Sang with him. And we see Miss Choi off on her own. Right. Yeah. Because, again, these are the two factions. Yep. Uh, he was shot in the liver, but the doctor reports that he's going to make it. <laughs> and so while the two men have to pretend to be relieved, Miss uh, Choi actually is relieved. Yes. Because <laughs> her position has just been strengthened. And like, honestly, this is the kind of, th this is the kind of thing that, as she said, could get the chairman of Wusang taken out entirely. Like, this could be it for him. Oh, God. And then we get a heart-to-heart -heart with Miss Choi and Jun Woo. Which is a pretty good scene, too. Well, particularly when he talks about his dream. Yeah. Right? Oh, God, I know. I mean, I think that's the key in, in, this, in this particular scene. Yeah. He talks this yeah. dream that he's a nobody and he will just die and... There's nobody there. Mm -hmm. He'll die and he will be buried in an unmarked grave. Great. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't. And what he, I love that the point is it doesn't matter who's burying me. Yeah. Right? It matters that I'm in an unmarked grave. And that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't matter if my brother kills me or Vincenzo kills me or whatever. I could just Nobody disappear will. and it wouldn't matter. And no one would notice. No, because he's just uh, an incompetent sort of. Yeah, a bumbling, you know, junior lawyer at a law firm. Yeah. And so she says right the key now, thing. Yep. Yeah, and she says the key thing. 
look at it. Uh, like a chairman, you know, it's like you've been in hiding, but you can't win a war by hiding. Like, damn. You just keep going, damn. Well, every time there's so many wonderful lines and moments in this series. Yeah. And she gives him essentially like the mirror version of the pep talk that the chairman of Wusang gave the chairman earlier in the episode. It's such a well-structured show. And now uh, the other shoe drops and we find out why Mr. Cho has been so desperate to get the money that he went after the, uh, that he went after the temple. Yeah. And we figure this is what got him into trouble in, in Italy as well. The man is a degenerate gambler. Yeah, it seems gambling is a, Big problem in Korea. <laughs> a lot of characters have that same flaw, don't they? We see it quite yeah. frequently. The man is a degenerate gambler, and he is $30 million in debt. Yeah. Thir- again, 30 billion won, but $30 million in debt. And he's like, I blew it in stocks, horse races, all sorts of things. And Vincenzo cannot believe what he's hearing. Because yeah. remember, only $300 million worth of the money in the vault is Mr. Cho's. He's yeah. already lost 10% of all of his money before they've even got the gold. Yeah. Damn. Oh, you know how it is. Oh, do we know how it is? That's Gamble? what degenerate gamblers are like. Oh. And so now they're like, well, how? And now they just have a strategy meeting. Vincenzo and Mr. Nam and Xiao Young being like, well, how the hell are we going to get these people out of the building? <laughs> like, we need the gold now. Yeah. Right? Uh, we, we can't wait around any longer. We need the gold now. But how the hell are we supposed to get these people out of the building? And the answer is Spa Day! <laughs> <laughs> law firm like you've all been through a lot we're giving you a spa day (laughs) okay (laughs) it's such a good good solution and everyone has a reason to not go and they just have to keep coming up with more things for you to go and then it's like and then mr nam is like also we're having a competition whoever takes you know the best picture out of this beautiful spa gets twenty thousand (laughs) dollars (laughs) oh it's such a good scene all right and now it's ah what we've been building up to ever since we found out that jun woo was the secret head of Babel. we cut over right we cut over to the auction scene where people are going to have to give up their lawyer, you know, give their loyalty to Babel Group to get onto into the biggest project the country has ever seen. Yep. And what happens? The director. <laughs> the director. Jun Wu walks in straight from the hospital, still in pajamas and a house coat hooked up to an IV. And Oh, damn. The head prosecutor's like, who the hell are you? And Jun Wu says, oh, do you not remember me? I guess I must look different without the hockey mask on. (laughs) Damn. Going right for the jugular. Isn't it fantastic? Well, no, I mean, it's just a fan... I mean, structure-wise, this is fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) And just going... Like, it's always... yeah, I'm always of two minds every time I sort of watch all of this. Like, it's always so, like, he is such a horrible person, but yeah. it's being played so well. Yep. It's such a magnificent performance. Yeah. That, that, what, do you, what do you do with this, right? Yeah. And he's such a yeah. monster, and it's so entertaining to watch. Yeah. And the writing is so consistent. And then he even does the thing where he publicly says, you know, my brother has been fronting me for this whole time, but now I'm ready to take my place where I belong. And he gives his brother a hug yeah, <laughs> to show there's no hard feelings and then whispers about, you know, how, how much agony he was in. 
<laughs> and it's like his brother knows he is so screwed <laughs> oh he is so profoundly screwed oh my god it's it's amazing Whew. so yeah uh just a fantastic scene and now we get the meat of the episode what we've been building up to ever since we found out about the basement <sighs> Mr. Cho and Vincenzo tearing up the floor in the uh, monastery after apologizing to Buddha. Yes. <laughs> Lifting up the concrete plate, the the biometric data works to open the lock, and they finally get down into the gold. And yeah. we finally get down into the gold repository after all this time. <laughs> Yep. And then Mr. Cho pulls a gun on Vincenzo. Oh. I know I mean, that was, I, that was what what didn't see that coming. Nope. I mean they oh. could establish that he's a degenerate gambler in the previous scene and you can never trust a de degenerate gambler but damn, that came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. It's one no. of those things where I feel like I should have but the thing is, in their own way, the way everyone, everyone who hears about the gold, and it's a statement they're making about greed in the yeah. show, right? Clearly that every single character who finds out about the gold, their immediate response is, the gold is mine. Yeah. Every character. And so I guess Mr. Cho just felt it all the more intensely once he was actually facing the gold. Like once he was actually there. Like, the the dragon sickness took him, to reference The Hobbit. Don't know why I thought to need to reference The Hobbit there. But yeah, this is literally, and again, you want to talk about uh, mirroring? Last episode's cliffhanger was him putting a gun to Junwoo's head. And this episode is <laughs> the cliffhanger is his associate putting a gun to his head. Yeah. Like, his... He was uh, putting a gun to the head of his greatest enemy, and now the guy who was supposed to be his closest friend in this is putting a gun to his head. Damn it! Like, how do they do this every week? Well, they they spend a lot of time writing this. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, no, and I think... But, about it. but the mirroring they do might yeah. be what impresses me the most. The fact that they go, they put in the effort to make sure all of these scenes, like even when you don't expect to get a setup and a payoff, but they're mm -hmm. like, you're, you're taking Vincenzo on a parallel journey with Jun Woo all of the time. Yeah. Right? And what we didn't realize, what we should have realized, but didn't realize, was that Mr. Cho was his younger brother. Like... <laughs> Yeah. It turns out they were more mirrored when we realize. It's just we didn't we never thought to think, well, if they're mirrored characters, who is the little brother who is actually scheming against him? And the answer was, it was Mr. Cho. As it turned out. And Vincenzo didn't see it coming. No. Nope. Sort of. No. Yeah. He didn't. No. He didn't see it coming. Oh. I mean, I guess we'll find out next episode. I have to assume, and again, you don't have to tell me if I'm right. I, I feel like there's any number of ways this can play out. You know, he he could somehow find a way to beat him up. The 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 hacker girl who we now know is the hacker girl could be there. Like, I don't know exactly how this is going to play out, but I'm glad we're recording this now. So I get to find out tonight. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to tell you how this okay. works out. All right, so whew. what a what an episode! <laughs> like to start with Vincenzo putting a gun to someone's head and ending with him having a gun put to his head. Only it's a real gun this time. Yeah, this is this show knows what it's doing. What the hell show beat this for best drama? <laughs> I have no idea how. Oh, okay. I should try and find out what that show yeah, is. Yeah, we're going to find out. We're going to like find out like how something beat this for best drama.
Okay, so obviously next week we're going to be back for uh, episode 13, which I cannot wait to see. I don't even want to watch the the image that plays before when you started the episode, because I was pretty sure, and you can listen to last week's episode, that Jun Woo wasn't getting killed off at the start of episode 12. I just didn't know how it was going to play out. And, yeah. you know, while I was pretty sure of that, I don't need to see a screenshot of the two brothers walking into the woods with shotguns because that's a spoiler that kind yeah. of like hinted at something huge that was going to happen in the episode and kind of gave it away for me. So I'm actually going to start watching episode 13, like by clicking with my eyes closed and not watching. I'll have somebody else start the episode for me so I don't even see the preview episode. That's how clean I want to go in next week. Whew. All right. Um, well, so I guess that's that. Oh, you wanted to say something? No, no, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, yeah, please don't. I'm getting spoiled enough by the show. I don't know. Need you giving me hints? Uh, but anyway, we will be back next week for that. Uh, but in the meantime, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling related fiction you'd like us to check out please drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We are going to be back next week, but if you are listening on some sort of an app or podcatcher, be sure to rate and review it. That is how we find new uh, listeners. See you here soon, but until then, I'm going to say that's right. Au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.